Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. Uh, today, we have got a special guest away from stateside. So, Anders Sandholm, who uh, resides in Florida. He's recently flown all the way over from the US for our recent photo shoot, uh, coached by Dan, our head of performance. Has probably got one of the most dramatic and uh, transforming, like inspiring, I would say is probably a better word, transformations I've seen. Guy looks like a men's health model now. He's got a very chiseled jawline. So, um, we can discuss today his journey and what he's been through, maybe what's triggered it. We've both had some similar experiences over the last 12 months and talk about like the mindset you need to have, the discipline and basically the process in terms of changing who you are and going through that. So um, thank you so much for your time today, Anders. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me, Charlie. So where are you from in the US specifically for anyone who, who's from the US would be interested? So I, I currently live in uh, Tampa, Florida. Um, I recently moved here, would have been beginning of May, um, when I started the program uh, and, and kind of leading into leading into my move. Um, I was living in Minnesota, which I believe same as uh, Jared, who was on the on yeah. the show not too long ago. Right. Yep. Um, and in regards to you starting this program, this process, and then we briefly spoke about this a little bit before the call, we both had uh, challenging six to 12 months personally in personal lives and relationships it was like a, a sort of separation that really drove this from you. What, what was the real trigger for you to suddenly reach out for help from where, where, where you were? Yeah. So uh, I think my, my journey started probably back in spring of 2021, um, you know, going through some uh, relationship changes, uh, some personal changes and, and really recognizing that, you know, the person I, was the person I had become was not the person that I wanted to be. And um, kind of fast forward through that summer months, um, you know, I was engaging in some pretty unhealthy behaviors. I was, I was drinking quite a bit, uh, really unhealthy with my diet and what I was eating. And it was probably a late night Instagram scroll, um, probably not dissimilar to, to a lot of others that I think have found you. You do a good job of marketing us uh, on, on Instagram with, with the late night Insta scrolls, Charlie. But uh, I think it was just one of those moments where I, I saw um, the ad. I, I kind of had that moment of self-reflection and, and I was at a point where I was ready to make a change. And, you know, I decided to reach out, um, you know, had my initial call and, you know, a couple, couple months or I guess a couple days, a couple weeks later, I was starting the program what what for you actually is an interesting conversation why why do you think you would uh weren't ready before then is it an interesting question because people are listening might be like i want to do something like this and i know i want to change but i'm not sure if i'm ready yeah good question um you know i think for me it was you know looking at where I was going, you know, um, I was in the process of, um, I guess, beginning stages of divorce. Um, and there was really two paths that I had to saw for myself. One was, you know, a path of continued behavior, um, you know, where I would continue to drink, I'd continue to eat poorly. Um, I'd continue to just lack the respect for myself that, um, that I so badly wanted. I mean, I wanted to respect the person that I saw when I looked in the mirror and I, and I was at a place in my life where that was just not the case. Um, I think just, you only need to be motivated once. Right. And I know we've talked about this. Um, you know, we talk about it on, on the weekly calls as well, but you only need to be motivated once. And I think I just had that, that moment of, 
I'm ready for a change and, you know, call it fate, call it destiny, you know, coming across what, um, you know, I, I saw as a, as a viable path to, to change some behaviors and to improve myself. Um, you know, that, I think that's kind of just what prompted me to reach out. And, um, you know, I think mentally I was at a point where I was ready to take the, take the healthy, take the healthy route. An interesting question. Was there anything you were hesitant with at the beginning? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I, so I, I guess kind of to rewind a little bit. So, I mean, I've, I've always been athletic. I was, uh, you know, athletic growing up. Um, I played sport through high school. I played sport through university. Um, I had never engaged in anything in the online coaching realm. And I think there was some initial hesitations about what that would look like, what I would get out of, um, you know, going into an online coaching program. And, um, I've been pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with, uh, with how everything has kind of transpired. That's a very good question. What's the biggest surprise you found from it? I think, well, I would say recently, right. Where I came over to the UK and did, uh, did the photo shoot and uh, had the opportunity to spend time with not just some of the other uh, clients that were on the photo shoot, but then also my coach, Dan and uh, his wife, Jade, who's another coach and, you know, got a chance to meet Jake and, and Jeremy and a few of the others on the, on the CJ team. And I think it's such a rarity. Um, I think probably even more so as we, as we get older to just connect in a way with people that you develop this relationship as if you've known each other for 10, 20 years. And, you know, what I think I found uh, in, again, just a very short weekend was this, this amazing ability to connect with like-minded people where, you know, it was just that. I mean, I, I felt like, you know, Dan and I had known each other for decades and um, that was certainly not something that I was expecting, but I, I think from both of our ends, um, you know, it's, it's just been an absolute blast and, and dare I say a bit of a bromance is starting. I, to be fair, in a non-creepy way, I could tell from the way he used to talk. He talks about you. So, uh, if Dan's <laughs> listening to this, he's probably laughing. But um, what I actually think is fascinating about this: so, social media like gets a lot of shit for people, and I agree with this. People are on the phone all the time and um, takes people away from like being present with each other. But I think one of the most beautiful things with so social media and technology is how it can actually bring like-minded people together. So not showing my age, but like when I was younger, they didn't, you didn't have social media. And like, I don't know, say for example, I was into fitness when I was younger, but I couldn't find information from people about what to do. So I did all the wrong dumb shit, which is why I now feel like I'm on a mission to try and show what actually works. And I'm presuming you're a similar sort of age to me. So when I was like 13 or whatever, when I started going to the gym, however old I was, there wasn't really anything. There were some YouTube videos, but you didn't have Instagram and all the other stuff. So I think that's something that people need to be aware of that like when social media is used correctly, it's an amazing tool for people to bring people together. And I also think it um, drops a lot of like barriers and conflict from people around the world. Cause people realize that I mean, people live in Dubai or similar people live in the U S like, it doesn't really matter where we live. Like everyone's one people really. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it gives us an opportunity to kind of connect across geographies that, you know, otherwise would have prevented ourselves from connecting back when we were, when we were younger 100 percent. a question for you is in regards to like your mindset throughout the process have you always been fairly like growth minded has it changed 
um, since starting to where you are now? How, how does that look? Yeah, so I guess, um, you know, kind of going back to, to when I started the program, um, beginning of September, or sorry, beginning of October of 2021, um, you know, coming out of a relationship, uh, separation and, and just not being at a good spot mentally, I think it was an opportunity for me to uh, reflect back on not just, you know, who I was within a relationship, but just who I was as a, as an individual, as a person. And um, one of the decisions that I made early on was to truly and fully commit myself to growing, uh, growth mindset, growth as an individual, um, and I did that through just digesting a lot of different forms of res uh, you know, media resources. I started reading. Um, I started surrounding myself with inspirational people like, you know, yourself, like Eric, uh, you know, the hip hop preacher, Thomas. Um, I, I listened you know, to David. Actually, this is a massive side tangent. <laughs> I, um, I listened when I was going through my own separation. I listened to his stuff a lot. I don't know if you did the same but a lot because it just resonated with me. And I was like, I, I can't even listen to one of the video or watch one of the videos again because it takes me back to a bad place. But like, that was one of the things that really helped in some respects. Yeah, I, I agree. I I would say I, I listened to, to him almost daily um, and and just others. You know, David Goggins is another one, you know, and, and I just started digesting all of the information that you know individuals in that space were were sharing through social media through their books through their podcasts and the more i did that the more it inspired me to continue on my own path my own journey and to further self-reflect and to further grow and to further change and um and yeah and and i think just that in combination with the changes that I was making through my nutrition, through working with Dan and the program, um, you know, it was such a, it's such a beautiful compliment for, for just my growth as a person. What was the best book you read during that you read? Two books that I would recommend to everybody. And I've told myself, I'm going to read every single year, um, Atomic Habits yep. and Can't Hurt Me uh, by David Goggins. So both of the books I highly recommend, Atomic Habits, I recommend to all clients. Another one similar to that you might like is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Um, but in, in You Can't Hurt Me, one of the things that I remember when reading that is when he talks about like he was I don't know, running one of the races, he sits down into a chair and falls into it. He like shits himself, pissing blood. And he's like, I've got to fucking keep going, just gets up and continues. And that's where like yeah. you have to think about like, like everything is in your own mind whether you stop or you continue like you can keep going through things and if you're going through like challenging times which we will do like i know we both have and you're going to have challenging get times again in the future because it's the way life works like it's all about just keep going and as long as you keep going like time heals all wounds which is i think one of the things that a lot of people they they give up and they just need to keep, focus on being persistent it's like i don't know if you've seen the the image where there's like um there's people like mining underground and they're like picking away with a pickaxe and then they stop and they're like two feet away from like a gold, like gold mine. Whereas you see the person who keeps going, gets the gold. It's, it's almost like that analogy too much. The people just stop too soon. I, I completely, completely agree. And, 
you know, it's funny, I came across another quote yesterday, and this is another thing actually I, I did throughout and I continue to do is as I, as I see and hear quotes that I like, I, I just put them into the notes section of my phone and then I come back to them, you know, every so often. But another one that I saw yesterday that I really enjoyed was, you know, the man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Because it's not the process. Absolutely. It's about the process. It's not about the destination. And I think I've heard it another way. It's, it's about the process, not the prize, where people focus too much on the prize at the end. And the way I like to talk about this from a fitness perspective is that, like, say, for example, you want to be in six months, you want to be walking down the beach and at, with abs. You don't want to focus on that. You want to be focused on the habits and being the person that would be, like, would be walking down the beach. Whereas people think too much about that. Um, and it's just when you start to rethink the way you think and you change your actions accordingly, life becomes a different game to play, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree. It becomes less about the extrinsic, what you're trying to achieve and more about the intrinsic, who you are as an individual. You know, you are someone who fill in the blank. 100%. Now, one of the biggest things which... I always find it's incredibly impressive when someone achieves an insane transformation like you is the fact that I know from personal experience, because I haven't always been in great shape and I was fat when I was younger is that um, it takes a lot of discipline and consistency to do that. What were the big things that helped you with that? So one of the, there's a few things that I, I've done throughout. One of the big things that I did um, in part it, just worked well with my schedule, but I, I evaluated my day and I looked at where am I getting value and where am I not getting value out of the hours spent in my day. And one of the things that I realized when I reflected on that was my evenings, you know, call it the hours post dinner time, you know, 7 p.m. onwards, were oftentimes spent watching television, scrolling on the phone. Um, snacking, things that really didn't add value to my life or towards the goals that I was working on. And one of the decisions that I made was I ended up shifting my day. Um, some would say somewhat extremely, but um, it works for me and it, and it continues to work for me. So for me, I, I wake up pretty much call it six, seven days a week. Um, probably about 4 a.m., sometimes quarter to 4 a.m. I get up. I have a moment in the morning where I just am with myself. I reflect. Um, and then I start my day. You know, I, I get to the gym. I start to move my body. And then, you know, by 8 a.m., when I'm kind of rolling into work and, and flipping open the laptop, I've already had this mini day before my day where I've gotten my exercise in. I've had some time to just think without distractions of everything else going on in the world. And then, you know, kind of fast forward through my day into the evenings, I, I tend to wind down around 7.30 and I'm usually in bed by, you know, call it 8, 8.30 to, to be able to do it all over again. And, and, it, and it cuts out a lot of those low value activities replace them with high value activities in the morning where I'm highly productive. And um, I would say that has been one of the biggest changes that I've made in my life that I think has contributed to my success. That's fascinating. And I don't know if, I know you like quotes and sayings. 
uh, like something I like to say is like success leaves cl clues. And if you look at the most successful people in the world, generally people who do very well, they do exactly what you say. They get up early, they, they either work or they spend time working on themselves training, and then they go on the rest of the day. Like, and there's a reason that people do that. Um, and people may well say that, oh, I can't get up early. Well, that, that, that's your own conscious choice if you can't be asked to get up early enough to do that, to be fair. And it's just not important for you. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I don't think anybody necessarily likes getting up early. It's hard. It sucks. Um, but like anything, you do it enough times and you're consistent and you're disciplined with it. Um, you might surprise yourself. You know, you might start to recognize that this is, this is something that truly does benefit me and, um, you know, enhances my life rather than uh, hurts it. hundred percent. What, um, what would you say to people in terms of like, when things get difficult, say like you're on a diet or you're struggling, um, what, what did you do in those instances where maybe you felt like you couldn't be asked to get up in the morning or you wanted to go and eat food that you shouldn't eat? Um, for getting up in the morning, um, it was a non-negotiable and I just made that decision. Um, you know, really the moment my eyes opened and I was awake, I, I told myself, you're not going to lie in bed because I know that is uh, one of the comforts that I think we all like to indulge in where you wake up, but you actually don't get up. And for me, I just made it a non-negotiable. It's like when I'm awake, all right, I'm up and I'm starting to move. And, you know, I get up, I'd make my bed, you know, again, I, I, I build in these little habits that um, would set myself up for success. And when you don't leave room for, I'm not going to do something and you just say, this is part of who I am. Um, it compounds. And, um, again, the more I did that, the more I strengthened my identity as that is, is being that that's who I was. And, um, it became easier and easier over time with food. I think the, how, how I kind of talk to myself, um, and, and I would say, especially kind of leading into the photo shoot where, you know, cardio was, was ramped up, um, diet was locked in. Um, you know, I told myself, uh, through some of the cravings that I, that I experienced that, you know, this isn't, it's not that I can't have these things. Um, I just don't want them right now. And I think changing my, my language from, I can't have something to, I don't want something um, was really big because I think when we, when we say I can't have something or I can't do this, it, it's almost a, a punishment or it feels like someone else is, is telling us that we can't do something versus saying, I don't want to have this because it's not aligned with my goals right now um, becomes a personal choice. And when you start to make changes, I think, in your language and how you talk to yourself in, in regards to food, exercise, daily behaviors, um, you know, it, it, it does resonate with your mindset. hundred percent. It's um, a congruency of the rest, all of the actions of your life, which is why I think changing what you eat, what you do physically and your mind all in one go makes sense because you can't have conflicting values of working on yourself mentally yet you eat like a dickhead and you eat like 
Burger King and KFC all day, it doesn't, it's not congruent, right? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, and also going back to the whole success leaves clues analogy. If you look at, again, all the people who are generally the most successful in the world or happiest with apostrophe, um, very few of them are don't eat healthily and aren't in good shape because generally you being overweight and unhealthy is probably for a reason that you're in that position almost like how you explained at the beginning of this how obviously you went through a difficult time and that pushed you down that avenue i think a lot of people get stuck in that avenue they don't realize they're there and they don't almost know how to get back out of that if that makes sense yeah it does and you know another thing i would tell myself and um you know remind myself of too and and this applies to certainly diet and nutrition, but really anything in life, you know, it's just, you know, the decisions you're making today are a reflection of the person you are and the person you want to be. And I think when you also take that mindset, you start to break things down into more manageable chunks that allow you to achieve those small wins towards that longer term vision or that longer term goal of what it is that you're going for. hundred percent. From the process you've been through, obviously, is pretty dramatic and changing. Do you have any like hacks or tips or anything you could leave uh, any of the listeners with, finish up with? Yeah. Um, I think kind of just some silly little ones that I've found work for me. Um, you know, when you're, when you're done eating a meal, brush your teeth. It's good oral hygiene, and you're less likely going to go back to the fridge, go back to the cupboard after you just, you know, brush your teeth too. I mean, I think that's one just little easy thing that um, works well. Um, you know, choosing the stairs over the elevator, escalator. I mean, little things like that where you're just moving your body a little bit more. Um, you know, I travel quite a bit uh, for work in and out of airports. You know, we see the escalators that, you know, allow you to get to the gate um, a lot quicker than if you were to just bypass that and walk next to it. But, you know, those were little decisions that I made um, every single opportunity I had that, you know, got me those additional, you know, 50, 60 steps in versus, um, you know, versus just standing and holding on to the, the free ride. Um, and then the, the other one that I would do too, um, well, two more really, I guess, um, Another huge one that I would recommend to anybody that's going through some sort of uh, diet nutrition program would be uh, meal prep. Um, I think you have to, to, to take proactive behaviors to, to plan and meal prepping is a really easy one that at first may feel like it's cutting into your day or taking more time or more work or more effort, but really over the course of the week, especially if you're making you know, meals for four days, five days, seven days at a time, um, you're actually saving yourself time over that week and reducing the friction to create and choose healthy options or your meal plan options when, um, when, when those cravings kind of kick up or, or when you've had a busy day and you're just looking to grab something out of the fridge. If you've already got your meals prepared, again, you've just, it, it just makes it that much easier to, to choose, to choose the right option. 100%. And, and it comes back to start setting yourself up for success, right? Yeah. And then uh, last one I would do is, um, you know, I just 
pick a hand basket in the grocery store. Um, you know, I know it doesn't work for everybody. I mean, if you got a large family, you may need the, the trolley, you may need the cart, but you know, for me, um, you know, right now I'm a, a single guy just grabbing a hand basket. It, um, eliminates that extra space, that extra opportunity for, for some of those unhealthy options to find their way into my basket and, and, and eventually into my house. So, um, little things like that, that, that I've, you know, utilized and continue to utilize that have worked and helped me. One last uh, question for you. What would you say to um, anyone who's sitting on the fence about something like this, like reaching out for help or trying online coaching? Cause I know a lot of people have like, like I've done like, I don't know, like 8,000 results or something stupid and people, and we have videos like this and there's videos with me in person. People don't believe we're real. Like, what would you say to people who's sitting on the fence about reaching out for help? I think, I think, Evaluate where you are at in life. Um, and if you're ready to make a commitment, no one can change you but you. But if you're ready and you're ready to work and you can execute, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to change your life. Um, you know, what, what you do and the opportunity that you've allowed for me, the other clients through the program that you offer, Charlie, has been nothing short of life-changing. And I think that, Anybody that's in a position where um, they are on the fence and they're considering something like this, you know, go for it. Look at it as an opportunity to better yourself. Um, and again, if you put in the work, you will see the results. The the key word you said there, which is one of my favorite, and I was actually going to do an Instagram story about talking about this earlier, is uh, execute. Because that's like people get paid to execute. People are successful because they execute people don't get played to plan. Like it's like the executions where the success is. I completely agree. And, you know, again, going back to when I started, that was one of the conversations I had with myself was, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know. And, and the nutrition advice um, and guidance that I received, you know, I, I knew that if I can just execute what I'm being told, I will see results. And that's what I focused on was here's, here's what I need to do. It's my responsibility to go out and do it. 100%. Thank you so much for your time, Anders. Really appreciate this. If anyone wants to see Anders' very dramatic transformation, I think he's set up his, uh, his set up Instagrams, um, Arsando uh, on Instagram. I've always shared you on my Instagram page already a couple of times with stories because it's insane. Um, really, really appreciate your time. If anyone who wants help with their own transformation, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram. You can message me and say you obviously listen to this podcast. It'd be great. Make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe and then uh, check out the next episode, which will be out very soon.